Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH and Impact Post Show for the 28th of September. Holy crap. What has happened to this year? It is all evaporated. It is wild, just like this episode of Ring of Honor. It wasn't that wild, but I needed to segue somehow into what this was. But uh, I am here with Righteous Reg, as always. But we invite you to get in your super chats. No Humper Chats tonight, because we got no Luis tonight. My heart is broken. I don't know what to do without him. Mm. I'm just a lost little puppy out here. So mm. I don't have access to the Humper Chat. So we're just going to ask you to get in Super Chats. If you could, you can do that by utilizing the little dollar sign icon if you haven't sent in the Super Chat before. Uh, the amount of characters kind of escalates with how much you pay. So if you're used to the Humper Chat model, this is a little bit different. Yep. But we've got so many other favors to ask of you. We ask you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, which now has annual billing. And until. Monday, you get a nice little two-month discount. I think it's 51 bucks or so if you want to pay up front for a year's worth of scoops and wrestling news. It's a good little model. If, you, uh, if you're if you looking to be a Fightful Faithful member, we appreciate it. You get more than scoops, though. You get Sean's Q&A show. You get Ask Rhapsody with this fella back there. Yep. You get pay-per-view post shows that are not on the main channel, but with me and Alex Pulaski doing a bunch of alternative ones, except for NXT, which is always on the main because we're on the main for whatever that little thing we do is. But a lot happening on FightfulSelect.com. Some Serena Deeb conflicting reports were both reported. You got both sides of the story on that one. Contract news going up constantly. Some more contextual details for the cuts that happened in WWE this past week. Uh, We never... Paywall the names, but some of the added details you can find back there. Uh, lots going on in the wrestling world. Who knows what we're going to see this weekend? Adam Copeland. Maybe Mercedes is on the way. She keep thinking she was injured like three years ago, but it wasn't that long ago, nope, Reg. It was not like not long at all. I was no, there. it was yeah. It was uh, the wrestling world just moves so fast that it feels like forever ago. But mm-hmm. a lot, 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 lot happening. Of course, Wrestle Dream this weekend, which I'm going to be there. Reg is going to be there because he accidentally got credentialed and accidentally booked himself a flight. Wrestle Dream! We got Wrestle Dream to live out, baby. But tonight we're talking about ROH. Slow but steady improvement, I feel like. Slow. I told you it's going to happen, though. It's going to be slow. 
I have some things that I really like, some things that I still have qualms about, but it feels like for the first time in a long time, Reg, they have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. feels like they know what they're doing, which is mm-hmm. always something that breeds confidence mm-hmm. for me. So I might not see where it's going yet. I don't know if I'm going to like everything about it, but I'm just glad there's some structure there. What were yes. your thoughts overall? Kind of, uh, I think that things are developing very nicely throughout this episode. There's, there's some story, stories being told. Um, I thought the commentary was emphasizing on things that haven't been emphasized just to kind of carry along stories and uh, make the brand seem a little bit stronger than they have in a few weeks. Dalton Castle's talking about making it seem stronger. Everybody seemed like to have a little extra something in this episode. And I think that's what the future of ROH is going to be. I sure hope so. It did feel like there was a little bit more investment in the product tonight. I think having Jimmy Jacobs around probably brings mm-hmm. back some warm, fuzzy feelings. It certainly did for me. Sure but did. Let's get into it because we've got a lot to get through and not a lot of time. But making it easy on us is this lightning fast victory from Josh Woods with Mark Sterling at ringside against Braden Irving. And let me tell you, if you haven't seen him before, you still haven't seen very much of him because no. this was just a <laughs> tilt the woods and we're out. Now, one thing I'm very excited about is a continued emphasis on Josh Woods. I've been a yes. proponent of his for a long time. I love that guy. He's the best. Mm-hmm. He is a technical beast. A lot of our friends in this show actually throughout, Kate. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is, hmm, some mm-hmm. of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to see that. My only complaint here is tonight had some some longer matches. I think it was a little less squash heavy, which yeah. was nice to see. But two of the kind of more like really quick wins were Dalton Castle, who I want to see in action, and Josh Woods, who just selfishly, because I love watching him wrestle, I want to see him do wrestling moves for more than two seconds. I get right. the building of the dominance. I get that he's coming back for Shibata, but I just kind of felt like, I, I want to see Josh Woods wrestle because he's such a damn good wrestler. Like, give me that in ring for more than 10 seconds. But happy right. that we're still kind of pushing him along this path. Any thoughts on our quick opener? Because I think my thoughts were longer than the match. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, anything that makes Josh Woods, Josh Woods look strong, I think, is a good thing. And that's what what's going on here. The squash matches, I'm kind of getting like, all right, guy, we see what's going on here. But I guess for his character and what he's trying to put over, trying to get back to Shibata, This is what he kind of has to do. So I'm not too mad at it. No, nor am I. I think um, it also just feels a little counterintuitive to me that the pure division has squashes. I guess because I always associate squashes with being like a big boy thing. Right. And pure being like the art of wrestling. So that feels a little bit out of friction. But I'm very, very happy that like this is continuing through because I just think the world of Josh Woods and I love that guy. So. Making it easy on us tonight. We get a quick promo here from Prince Nana that we're going to talk about in a little bit because I'm going to try and kind of keep things grouped together, especially we're up against the clock tonight a little bit with the impact crew coming in on the back end. But Mm -hmm. Scorpio Sky defeats Tony Nese with Smart Mark at ringside. Back-to-back duty here for Smart Mark. Um, Tony Nese counters a beautiful German suplex here with a double stomp, but Scorpio Sky comes back with that TKO for the win. Scorpio Sky showing up in ROH. It definitely feels like we're starting to put an emphasis here. I loved commentary putting over that he's a former ROH and AEW champion. Uh-huh. Sean has speculated, and it's starting to feel like it's coming more to fruition. Like maybe they're going for a gate busting pay per view with all of the AEW talent that they're kind of filtering into ROH, both in the title picture and in situations like this. I think ROH is a great for Scorpio Sky until they can find a better track to get him on in AEW. What were your thoughts on this match? Yeah, great seeing Scorpio Sky here in this uh, match and in this moment in Ring of Honor. I think he's one of those wrestlers that can benefit from a little short run here in Ring of Honor, get some wins under his belt, get back in people's faces, be Scorpio Sky and just do his thing. Putting him in there with Tony Nese, perfect guy to put him in there with, I think, to kind of get them back in acclimated with what's going on in the ring of honor. Um, yeah. Ring of honor. I think they are doing something. There's some things going on backstage or some pen, hands, people, there's all kind of good things happening. I think to further along the brand of ring of honor and having wrestlers like Scorpio sky, Ethan page, uh, guys like this, uh, kind of going over there doing their thing, showing that 
they are a part of AEW, but they still kind of represent the brand of Ring of Honor. I think it's great. Well, and let's not forget Ethan Page is right there too, right? There's a Men of the Year story yeah. waiting right there. Yeah. I would think that Ethan Page is going to be a title holder sooner rather than later. It just kind of totally. feels like that. Mm-hmm. So Scorpio Sky, either being in his corner for something like that or being a logical challenger for a title, I think would be a really compelling program because they have that shared history together. Mm-hmm. Men of the Year was the thing that I liked most from both of them before Dan Lambert entered the picture. Like, yeah. I thought they had find a, kind of found this like cool guy niche a little bit. They're mm-hmm. chucking Darby Allen down cement stairs. I was having fun in that I little era it. of Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. So a lot of kind of foreshadowing maybe there as well. Mm-hmm. Now, one match that really surprised me pleasantly was this Gravity and Lee Johnson match. We've talked Lee about Johnson. seeing. Man, right? He just looked great in there. And we've been seeing and talking about the steady improvement from Lee Johnson. Gravity does get the win here. He hits a suplex before landing a top rope splash that looked really nice here. But to me, this was like Lee Johnson's looking good in defeat. Just some really clean, explosive fundamentals. Those arm drags. Like, I love when wrestling does cool stuff, like really innovative moves. But I also really like when the fundamentals are done super Mm -hmm. clean, super explosively. And I feel like that's what I'm seeing out of Lee Johnson late. Love, love, love that. Especially in an environment like Ring of Honor with those fundamentals kind of are the the spirit of ROH in a lot of ways. But I thought this match was a lot of fun. I'm not totally sold on gravity all the time. Like, I yeah. don't know Agreed. what's happening with the springboards. Like, they look mm-hmm. a little weird to me. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I just want to be floating in the air, Reg. But I, yeah. I did think Lee Johnson looked great here. I don't have a problem with gravity, but not my favorite of this crop necessarily, just from a, a taste standpoint. Your thoughts on this match? It was a lot stronger than I was kind of anticipating. Yeah, I think Lee Johnson, I don't know what he's been doing. It seems like training a crap ton because the fundamentals, like you said, look amazing. He looks super clean, I think is the best thing about him. And a lot of wrestlers, that's something that even like some of the best wrestlers, they're not clean. Like some of the best wrestlers of all time, like CM Punk, I know, look, CM Punk hasn't been talked about. I'm going to say his name on this episode. CM Punk's not the cleanest wrestler at all. Like some of his no. stuff looks like it's like, hey, yo, like, are you okay? And uh, they could never get to that point. Could still be great wrestlers, but can never be just a clean, clean wrestler. A wrestler like Pac, a wrestler like Finn Balor, just like super clean, everything's tight. That's kind of a point that I think Lee Johnson is getting to in in his wrestling thing. And he's such a young wrestler, and he's going to continue to get better. And I think that him being here on Ring of Honor, just getting a bunch of wins, or in this case looking great in the loss is awesome. Uh, Gravity, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. There's a bunch of amazing luchadors we see all the time. We see Vikingo, we see Commander, we see, you know, Arez. You could bring in anybody, I think, here. And, you know, when you compare him to those guys, you're like, I mean, you know, I like the slow motion thing. We got the great Samoa Joe stuff out of that. We get the stalling uh, uh, springboard dives and stuff. Super fun stuff. I'm like, are they filling in what they thought Bandito would have did? Like, they're trying to send out love to him since he's out. Be like, well, you're out. Like, let's show love to your brother while you're there. At least there's this. I don't know what it is. He's still super fun, though. And in a match like this, like, if you're going to give me stuff like this, like, do it again. Sure. I think, you know, you you raise a good point there of, like, we are absolutely spoiled with the luchadors that have come around to AEW, especially in the past uh, over the past year or so, we just have had so many really, really great ones. I feel like Ray Fenix has been there for a really long time with AEW and um, was kind of holding that stake down. And we've seen like Vikingo, right? Like all of these mm-hmm. great names kind of filling in the pieces. And then when ROH got bought out, you kind of assumed like Flamita would be coming over and yeah. Bandito and Releastico. And we saw some of those names popping up. So it is kind of an embarrassment of riches on the Lucha side, but I'm with you. And I think Lee Johnson coming along is like one of the most rewarding things that we're getting to see here in Ring of Honor. Like I feel that way covering NXT too. When you see the growth week after week, it's just a really, really cool thing. But we got some super chats that are coming in from you guys. Thank you so much. AEW doing with ROH what WWE is doing with NXT names, says Matthew Hook. Very apt comparison and i think here it's a little bit more dire i really do Mm -hmm. think that tiffany stratton said becky lynch's name by accident 
Mm-hmm. I really do think that giving Dominic Mysterio the North American title is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I do think what's good about having AEW <laughs> names hold the titles right now is we hadn't seen any real contenders being built. So right. to me, when you do something like put the titles on the Young Bucks and Adam Page, when they drop them, it's going to have so much more of an impact than if the Mogul Embassy did. Because they were just kind of showing up and I guess they're still around. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I don't like it because they're they're not working Saturday still, it doesn't feel like, regardless right. of how smoothed over the locker room is. We just don't see them on collision very much, which means they're not going to be around ROH. But I get the mentality of if they drop those belts, it's going to mean more than if the Mogul Embassy does. Yeah, and totally. And we're seeing it exactly here, like an NXT example we can use when Becky Lynch drops that title to whoever she drops it to, like they're to the moon. So I think that's kind of what's going on here. It can get a little bit of frustrating if maybe you're a Ring of Honor hardcore or somebody that doesn't want to mix up the brands too much and you're seeing these things going on. Could get a little bit frustrating, but I think the reward in the end is is worth it. Yeah, I think it will be for the ROH crew, especially. Like, I think Mm -hmm. if we have that, they're going for a record-setting pay-per-view or they're just trying to place some importance on it. Let's not pretend these guys don't all have history in ROH, too, is the other piece of it. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Shame Monster asking, do I even ask, where's Stokely? This is a perplexing (laughs) one. Maybe he's just in Samoa Joe's pocket that much, Reg. I don't know, but... Uh, I shot a question into the universe. I was like, hey, you guys, what's up? A response. Maybe my, you know, I put a message in a bottle. It's still in the ocean. Just clicking it on. Somebody's going to scoop it out, grab it. The bird that I sent off, maybe they'll catch the bird eventually. I don't know. That's right. We'll figure it out. That's right. We'll (laughs) figure it out. It is weird because he, um, man, I mean, Lexi Nair is working overtime. We'll talk about it. But Oh, uh, yeah. She's on a Renee. She's on that Renee grind, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was really liking those Stokely segments, and they were focused around Samoa Joe. Um, but what's weird is it's not like, oh, well, he's not on ROH because he's floating to AEW. We haven't seen him in AEW either. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of funny seeing Prince Nana show up back here with the Mogul Embassy and not seeing Stokely. So uh, he's a, a fantastic on-screen talent, I feel like been saying it for years when he was in WWE. I've been saying it here. Like he's just one of the best wrestling managers ever. Um, so I would like to see him get utilized on television more than he is, but uh, we'll, we'll have to wait for that message in a bottle to, to get answered. I guess. Click, click, click. That's it. Flip, flip, flip. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe gravity is keeping it from floating in. See, the there you go. Brought it right back around. Exactly. That's right. We did. Mm. So we have what is the most fun thing on the show. This through line with Billy Starks and Athena. Um, we have the match and that is great, but there's such a bigger story going on here. So I'm going to run through it all kind of as much as I can in this condensed way. But we have Athena and Starks having a disagreement in this match against Lady Frost. Great to see her back. Yes. Um, whether they should throw Lady Frost in the ring or on the steps. Um, which allows Lady Frost to evade and start to kind of take control. We get Lady Frost hitting a tornado moonsault and Athena pulling Starks uh, out of the cover from behind the referee's back and Starks with the arm trap styles clash, which looks so good. She has Mm -hmm. no right doing it this well at this age for the W and let's just talk about that because there's a lot of really fun things that I loved of um like billy stark's got the win and there's still dissension is just a fun thing to play off of like this arcs is a young kid she's rising the ranks at roh she's a minion in training here she's like i got the w i'm a happy camper and athena is like no there's a right way to do it we do it like this and you should Mm -hmm. throw her here uh i love that they're keeping the strength of athena and the happy-go-luckiness of billy stark's in play here but not diminishing where the story is going, which I think is going to be another shot against Billy Starks. I thought the match was great. I thought Lady Frost looked great in this. Um, nice to see her back. She and Trisha Dora, though, we got to stop 50-15, these gals. It does feel like we're kind of hitting some reset buttons, so I don't want to harp on like the, the past wins and losses too much, but um, 
they keep being like lady frost is back and then they're mm -hmm. like and lady frost lost so let's <laughs> let's decide if she's going to be important let's get her some w's but let's Correct. talk about just this piece of it and then we'll talk about the rest of it yeah i think that's funny because they brought it up on commentary too they said specifically lady frost and trisha door they're like they're right on the cusp there just need that one big win i'm like we'll give it to them why do you guys keep playing with us like that why did you have them beat each other in that one match i don't know but i digress and we'll move on really fun match i think this is the type of matches that billy starts wants to be involved in she's nuts and lady frost <laughs> always brings uh brings kind of uh uh an excitement that other wrestlers can't really bring so their two styles together as we saw here worked really well that finish is just Billy Starks. What are you doing? Uh, shout out to Mouse, her pops, who says that she watches too much backyard wrestling and she tries to bring a lot of that crazy backyard wrestling stuff to uh, the ring. And of course, me, a former backyard wrestler, I love every bit of it. Um, I love her being kind of, she's still happy, but she's still like, what is Athena doing? But she's still like, it's Athena. This is kind of fun. It's like she's playing all these different roles, she's showing all these different emotions, but at the base of it, she's just really improving as a wrestler, I think, at the end. And being 18 and being better than, way better than she was just a year ago, way better than she was just six months ago, is great to see. Let's also give credit to, I think, that she was Val Victorian of her high school class. Too. Yeah, like, like, what, dude? What the what hell, you, man? What? Come that's, on. You know what that is? And I sound so old saying this. That's really great parents who are like, Seriously. you can pursue your wrestling dreams, but you're going to work your ass off in school too. And she just did. How? Um, and she so was doing like four matches a week sometimes, Kate, and still. And like at GCW and shit. Yeah. Like what? Like. Absolutely bananas. Mm. Absolutely bananas. Louise, you don't have to send us money. You're so sweet. But Louise, who has the night Thanks, off Louise. and is still chiming in, says, sending some love to y'all from the road. Please tell me Athena and or Metalik wrestled tonight. So we did have Athena not Half wrestling, but participating. And we also mm -hmm. did get Metalik too. Luis is uh, home celebrating with his family on some stuff with his brother. So yes. we miss him very much. It feels very different doing this without him. Uh, but have a wonderful, wonderful couple of days. He is a hard worker and a great person to have on the team. And we got Meet Normus chiming in. Hey. Hi, Meet Normus. Kate Elizabeth and Righteous Veg. Mm -hmm. I think I'm the vegan here, but uh, saying, Sup, is, is Athena her? Are we waiting for Billy to turn? She's beaten all the other porcelain hussies. Uh, I don't think she's hurt, at least in like a she's injured way, because we haven't heard anything about that. They might be using this as an opportunity to let her rest up. Um, well, they announced the match for next week. Uh, we're getting to it, I guess, eventually here. So we are going to get to it. <laughs> uh, it's not at Wrestle Dream. I didn't think about that. A huge swing and a miss. Thank you very much. I don't know. I'm not getting a Theta versus Sheeta at Wrestle Dream, but I digress. Damn um, it. <sighs> very annoying. But we do, that's right, we do get the match set up later. So let's get into the rest of this because this was a lot of time tonight which was great um we got athena attacking lady frost after the match and flinging her into the barricade billy stark's trying to stop her the match is over relax lady uh, athena going to throw frost into the title belt but that's when billy starks has had enough and pulls the belt away yeah athena's getting in her face and yelling at her like this is how you should act if you want to be a champion and what i love about that is this is just lather rinse repeat for athena this is what she does when she wins matches and title defenses she beats people mm -hmm. down after the match so she's like why wouldn't you listen to me it's working for me obviously so i just loved all that post match and then we also have billy starks who's happy with her win and seems unaware that athena was helping her with the cover which was another really nice detail here we got athena coming in and uh is upset with her for her lack of like gusto about this she wants to bring out that killer instinct um and athena wanted starks to take note so she's going to handle a business against layla hirsch mm -hmm. which we're going to talk about her in a minute uh really 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 good stuff here a lot of storytelling in one match that i thought was extremely effective always love to see that in general love to see that with the women's division even more of course i have a, a sweet spot for that and this entire athena runs been so special what yep. did you think of the post match here? 
Uh, super strong stuff. I think uh, got to shout out Lexi, of course, being in every other segment after a match. But on top of that, being great just in this little role that she's playing, the side role that she's playing along with Athena and Billy, just kind of being like the other sister being like, I'm sorry I got you in trouble. I was just trying to talk to you. And it's just like she's playing a fun little role. Starks also being like, I got the win, though, but like what's like I'm confused as to all this other stuff, but I did get the win and that was fun. And I had a great time just still kind of carrying on that stuff. And Athena being like, you're still not getting it. So I'm going to have to show you next week. We're excited about this match with her and Layla Hirsch, one of match we've been talking about ever since Layla Hirsch came back. So all this storytelling here weave throughout the episode, I think is amazing for all of the ladies involved. And us. really, and us for sure. <laughs> I also love that Lexi had her minion and training bestie shirt on because let's not forget that Lexi passed her minion training and Billy did not. So uh-huh. cute, cute stuff. <laughs> it's such a fun and special thing in wrestling when you get to see like comedic flares thrown in with these extremely dominant champions. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the Christian Cage sit down yesterday, I was so impressed by the way that he was able to like add in all these like Nick Wayne's mom jokes, but also like knowing that that was going to get under Darby's skin and then like making everything extremely serious, like so seamlessly. Like I think there's not enough credit given to people who can do that in wrestling. And Athena has kind of knocked this out of the park. So good stuff here. So we'll move along to your favorites, Action Andretti and Darius Martin (laughs) defeating the outrunners who give us a nice promo before this match. Uh, they call themselves the best tag team in the galaxy before kind of juicing up this match against Andretti and Martin and says, if you haven't seen the Outrunners, baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. Mm-hmm. But then they lose. Uh, they lose to Martin and Andretti, who double team uh, Magnum before they get that like double slam for the win. Just continuing to move Martin and Andretti along. This is because it feels like they're hitting a reset button. I don't want to harp on it too much, but this is like, <laughs> This is both progress and not good, right? It feels like they're they're hitting a reset button, so them working as a tag team is good because we're getting away from the light-skinned coalition, as you like to say. Are we? Uh, and you like to say because that's their name. That's who they are. They're not pop flight. So mm-hmm. if this is them being like, they're a tag team, I'm all for it. If they're competing across like three different divisions, I'm not for that. But this is perfectly suitable, and the Outrunners are a whole heck of a lot of fun. Uh, what were your thoughts on this? counting up the many months that uh dante has been gone so um there's always that looming in the back of the thing i really like that they are giving these guys uh, wins they've had a couple tag team wins together get them out of the trios division they don't need to be in that division anymore until dante comes back then we get into it but before then just let these guys be a tag team seems as if I mean, now what happened with Max yesterday and the Righteous, I thought that we were going to be seeing the Kingdom as the next Ring of Honor World Champs. But now I'm like, if they have Max beat both of the Righteous guys, what does that do for anybody? Why would they do that? So I'm very confused as to what's going on. But having uh, Action and Darius kind of looming in the background for whoever is the eventual winners and the Outrunners getting some screen time, getting to uh, have a little fun little time there too. I think it's great for the tag division. So I'll throw this at you because there's Max against the righteous, right? Yeah. Do you think that it's honestly just him? I think there's a couple of opportunities to do really fun stuff. And one of those fun things could be Roddy Strong trying to come to his aid. Like a can they coexist kind of thing, and Adam Cole's trying to be okay. like, guys, just get along for one night. This could be really okay. fun. Like, I, I think there's opportunities there. I don't think it's going to be MJF on his own because that just makes the righteous look so bad, and you really can't do that to Dutch. Please. But who's who's right. in that, that that potential tag partner spot for you? I, I feel like Roddy could be a really fun pull there. No, I think you got it right on the money. Send your check in the uh, the mail, booking fee, all that stuff. No, that's a great idea. I didn't really think about it. Roderick Strong coming out to maybe fake it, fake it, fake it, but I'm going to help him get sure. in there, chop, chop, chop. They're the champion still. Not a bad idea. That's actually a way to further along the story and tell that. I want that because I do not want Max to beat them in a handicap match. I hate that concept. 
in any company and in here doing it would be even worse. Agreed. And I also think there's a fun thing there of Adam Cole maybe feeling a little uneasy, like, well, if Roddy and MJF start getting along and I'm injured, what does that mean for me? Like, mm-hmm. could be a good way to further this while he's out and feed into the insecurity. Um, so I, my Roddy strong booking is very strong of late, okay? Because I also said you should have Adam Copeland come out and he has this huge pop and he gives us, well, actually, you know what? I think, I think Sean even uploaded it. Is it here for me? It might be under the other brand. He says, I'm no longer Edge, though. From now on, you can call me. And then Roddy goes, <laughs> I like it. I'm in. And then they're arguing over who's had a worse neck in their career because Lord knows Edge has. So Edge does that's, have that neck. Book it right there. That's what I'm going for. But a lot of fun possibilities. And this is kind of the fun part of ROH titles being on a bigger stage is there's possibilities like that. And with so many of these guys having ties to Ring of Honor, it doesn't feel so out of place. Right. So good stuff there. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We've got Layla Hirsch and Lainey Luck in action. Um, this was a glorified squash match. Nothing mm-hmm. too bad here. But uh, before the Code of Honor, Maria Canellis comes out. And she's doing her I'm at the top of the stage thing. I thought Layla kind of shooed her away last week. So I think there's a little bit of confusion, but luck it's a little bit of offense here. We get Hirsch popping up from a German suplex. Like it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting the arm bar for the win. I loved in the beginning, Layla Hirsch offering her leg. I thought that was such a nice detail. of just like, what an arrogant thing to do. Um, I love little things like that. I think they're so much fun. That was a really fun one. And commentary did a really good job of, explaining that because if you're newer to wrestling you're like why would you offer that to your opponent like no Mm -hmm. no no, it's a sign of overconfidence sometimes right um so good stuff there and then post-match guess who's backstage it's lexi nair with maria (laughs) nair asking uh about bennett's tag team and layla hirsch interrupting here Hirsch says things have gotten messy when other people get in her business while Maria thinks that Layla isn't ready for a title shot next week, the ROH Board of Directors does. So next week, we've got Layla Hirsch and Athena. This is really great because both sides of this title belt are being built. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no matter who wins and who loses, they're both going back with juice for their own stories, which I think is fantastic. Um, it's a good way to make losses mean something. This is all great stuff. Little easy Lady mm. Taz looking great out there. I appreciate mm-hmm. 
Uh, good, good stuff. A quick squash, but this was a squash I didn't mind because I feel like it had a, a, a pretty strong intent behind it, Reg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought of a bunch of things while you were talking. One, they book Layla Hirsch and Joshua. It's exactly the same because they are. They're just the man and woman version of each other. So they're like, just do that. The same thing for both of them. It'll work out. And look, it worked out. They're both great. And it, it, it was a great way to showcase. If we're going to have squashes, I think these pe two people doing squashes is the way to go for it. Layla Hirsch, like I said, we've been talking since she came back from her injury that she's going to be one of those ones to be a contender for Athena. Now, Kate, the question is, does Layla Hirsch really have a shot here? Because also what I was thinking when you told that, you said that they could tell a story uh, with losses because if that Athena story, Billy Starks is on the outside, and this is the time that Athena loses when she's trying to tell this main story to Billy Starks, that's actually a really cool story they can also tell too while getting the championship off of Athena and hopefully moving her up to the to the main roster. That's a, that's many steps ahead. But yeah, I, I kind of like that story. If she beats Athena, maybe Billy Starks plays a role. Then you can still continue that. We could still have those matches because I think at this point, I don't think anybody really wants Starks to be the ROH women's champion. She could be, and it would be a great victory, but I think just her getting the comeuppance on Athena is the way to go here. I agree with that. I'm very intrigued to see who, They've done a good job of making it feel like there's multiple possibilities. It might right. be Layla Hirsch. I don't think it drops on regular ROH television. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't think if it is Layla Hirsch, I don't think it's next week. I think maybe Layla loses, realizes she needs Maria, and Maria says, all right, I'll try and get you a rematch. Mm. Uh, could be a fun thing there. You could also have anybody do a proving ground match and last the time. It's a very simple and easy one of those way to get us there. Mm -hmm. Um but I agree with you. I don't know if Billy Starks is your next champion. It almost feels like she doesn't need to be, but it would be an absolute flip of the switch to like a completely different style, a baby face who's super over in a completely different way that Athena's over right now. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I don't hate it. She's just so young that like, I feel like somebody maybe a little bit more established would be a good way to go, but... Let's make NXT parallels again. Didn't Roxanne Perez become the NXT That's women's champion? I mean, like, let's come on. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's keep crossing these borders. Like, keep crossing these things, man. It's working over there. Let's try it over here. It is. Some, <laughs> there are a few things. They're very few, but some things are working in NXT. And actually, to be honest, like, the, the booking for the women isn't always great, but they get a tremendous amount of screen time and the they talent do. there is fantastic. So mm -hmm. I do appreciate that about it. So we'll move along to Shane Taylor and Jimmy Jacobs returning to an ROH ring for the first time since 2015. This was very nice in his hometown of Grand Rapids. That's a, mm -hmm. a really nice touch here. Uh, Reg, is that something you cared about? What? Is that something you like overall cared about? Like Jimmy Jacobs coming back to ROH? Oh yeah. I thought you meant like him being in his hometown. I was like, no, I don't care about the hometown part at all, <laughs> but yes, I love Jimmy Jacobs being here. Uh, I kept hearing all these things, you know, Fightful Select, all this stuff about people being backstage, all these producers, how the, how it is kind of in uh, the AEW locker room. And you're like, it's like a ring of honor hall of fame, shrine back there of great talented people and you've been hearing about jimmy jacobs kind of being around playing a role maybe being really good friends with some people and uh i thought eventually they got to have him wrestle because he wasn't done here he still does some independent dates and so sure. hearing about him having this match with shane taylor and finally seeing the match was awesome he was jimmy jacobs like we know him and uh, love him uh, but shane taylor has just been such a train of destruction that it was hard to stop him. I love the finish so much. Was frustrated because the main event finish was almost kind of the same. But I did love how they transitioned into the Marcus Garvey driver here. Uh, made Shane look strong. But yeah, he's seeing Jimmy Jacobs here. Anytime there's like a legend, Jimmy Jacobs, uh, Christopher Daniels, uh, somebody like that, that kind of shows the spirit of what Ring of Honor has always been. I love it. Well, I ask if you care, because I can tell you one person who did not care, and that was Shane Taylor. Holy yes. hell, mm -hmm. right off the bat, he, I love when people do this, like, it's this feel-good moment, whatever, and just immediately, he's like, nah, I don't, don't give a shit. Not for me. 
It's not a feel-good moment for me. It's just a match. No, nope, it's just a match. It's just another obstacle in my way. But you're you're right in that the ending was great. We got Jacobs going for the sliced bread here, but we get Shane Taylor getting him on his shoulder and hitting uh, the welcome <laughs> to the land for the win, which was really fun. This is awesome to see Jimmy Jacobs back. I, unlike Shane Taylor, I very much do care. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, this is a whole bunch of fun. And knowing that we're getting Shane Taylor promotions being rebuilt with Lee. And I, I think there's some really interesting possibilities. Shane Taylor feeling important with some wins behind him is good because he feels important um, every time he's on the mic and with his presence and everything. Like he, he doesn't need a ton of builds to feel like that guy is an integral part of what happens here. So when you back it up with some wins, that's just good news. Just totally. And it looks like they're getting a shot on collision, which is cool too. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, happy to see that. Some some healthy things going on in this product. But guys, we ask you to get in your super chats and not your humper chats because we don't have access to the humper chats today. It is just mm-hmm. me. Got no Luis with me. But we also invite you to subscribe to Fightful Select, which now has annual billing. So much happening on there. I know there's going to be more news coming out of Wrestle Dream. What is this big new era that Tony Khan is talking about? There's so much going on. Um, contract news. There's more contract news coming. I think some of that got swept away and that there were cuts from WWE, but 2024 is a a lot of contracts are just up. Um, So you're going to see more turnover. There's some updates on whose contracts are ending when. Uh, Obviously the Jade Cargill news. So a lot happening on Fightful Select. Head on over there. We'll also remind you just to stay tuned for Cresta and Joel with your impact review. We got Trimpact in action. They're setting up some good stuff for Bound for Glory there. So uh, really, really happy to see Impact heading in a cool direction, it feels like. We got Mate Norma saying, you missed me call you K- Kale earlier. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> my bad. Kale, Elizabeth. Me yes. forever. Look, I'm vegan, mm-hmm. but I'm not that vegan. Kale is just gross. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get used to. I can do spinach. Put it in the smoothie, though. It's not that bad. I like that. That I can do. Mm-hmm. That I can do, because it's not mm-hmm. the flavor, it's the texture. It's exactly. like a little too bitter when it's raw. Yeah, I can't. Right. I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll move on to Dalton Castle and the boys versus <laughs> Ren Jones, Trenton Tormento, and Xavier Walker. This was a quick one as well. Dalton mm-hmm. Castle getting the bang ring on Jones for the win here. This was fast. This was in and out. Um, where were like, those guys, Rohit? I'm like, they weren't in Chicago, but they were St. Louis. Were they in St. Louis? Those are a lot of St. Louis guys. Uh, Grand Rapids, right? Mm, okay, Michigan. Yeah, that makes we got sense. we got Jimmy Jacobs there. That makes sense. There you go. That's right. It's Doctor our way connected. I'm like, all these people seem pretty. I like all of them. It's great to see them. It's Half cool. of this could have been in Canada, for all we know. I mean, it's our way. It's been really sporadic in their taping mm-hmm. schedules. This, I will say too. I don't know what they changed up in the taping, but it felt like the energy was a little bit more consistent and there was yeah. a little bit more, I noticed it during the gravity and Lee Johnson match. It was like, Oh, people are paying attention. Right. Um, and I think, I the think they started filming before, before the shows instead of just after on some of the taping. So maybe that's working. They did that when I was there for collision too, but I don't know. It was just a, a different vibe, <laughs> different vibe. And the, I thought the camera work was a little bit different today too. It didn't feel as much like dark. Um, so good, good improvements, healthy improvements to see a little bit. Got but some good producers back there, I tell you. Let's go. Let's go. We're off and running with ROH. So your favorite tag team of all time, Cole Carter and Griff Garrison are here. We have Lexi backstage with Griff Garrison, who was joined by Maria and Cole Carter. He is emphasizing teamwork. I like that he acknowledges that Bill, Brian Pillman Jr. has moved on. He is, of course, in ROH now. You got a Bengals vignette playing for him while he's watching TV in the dark on NXT. Uh, but I like that he emphasizes, like, hey, I still want to do things the right way here. Cole Carter, you got to get one different shirt. Just yeah. wear anything else. That's uh, it. I feel Just keep trolled. washing it and wear it, wear it again next week. That's what happens. I think it should fade over time. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we move into our match, which is against the infantry. Good to see Trisha Dora coming into play here, but they send Griff Garrison to the floor before hitting that awesome double Russian leg sweep. I love the way that they use that. Uh, and Maria has the referee distraction, but Trisha Dora comes in and chases her off. So Cole Carter with the rope assisted roll up. 
scores the win. Uh, Griff Garrison's not happy about it because he had clearly said that he wanted to do things the right way. Neither I'm not I. happy for, for it because roll-ups suck. Uh, they're boring. It wasn't that good of a roll-up. It wasn't even like a proper O'Connor roll, I don't think. <laughs> Great transitional move. I mean, if he's studying Austin Theory's moveset, that was it for a long time. WWE loves to do. True. What's who? Who's on the ramp? Oh, I got yeah. rolled up. <laughs> I had a, a lot of issues with this. What the infantry? But the, the infantry was. I just I can't they even get clicking. it out. They the infantry clicking. was on their way, you guys. What? And then, like, I hate these kind of angles of like. We're a tag team. We're might we're can we coexist essentially? I don't even know what I'm saying that. These can we coexist tag teams, these two guys that don't know that I don't even know. Like, if you start giving them wins, do people want to see them win anyways? Why are they winning here? A lot of things wrong with this. My homie Carly Bravo on Twitter before we got on here said to flame those guys, get these guys out of here. They're the worst tag team I've ever seen in history. Go watch TV with Brian Pillman on NXT. So I know what's happening here, and I'm sure you know what's happening here. Who is the ROH Tag Team Champion, Reg? MJF. Yeah. Who is the thorn and MJF side? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Max is paying people off backstage yeah. to keep the infantry away from him because we all know the yeah. second that man puts gold on the line against Sean Dean, he's losing it. I didn't All think right. about that. The captain, yeah, the captain's curse is what we like to call it, actually. Yeah, that is that is the mm-hmm. uh, in wrestling history books. That's what mm-hmm. it's going to be called. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's not a coincidence where I'm sitting. Yeah, it's Things are clicking together. Now, I didn't think about it, but now I'm like, oh, yeah, he's scared. It's yeah, a conspiracy it. theory, but it, it has legs. Mm-hmm. It has legs. Mm-hmm. Fears. The captain. We move on, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> Paige uh, talking about his win streak in ROH. I love the banter with him and Lexi. They seem very comfortable together. Mm-hmm. And he is interrupted by someone that Reg, we've been championing for a while here. In yes. Rohit Raju. We mm. love Rohit. On Huge the show. fan. Um, he says he hasn't been in ROH for a while, and I, I love when he was like, but the door was open, so I thought I'd walk <laughs> in and set myself up with a little bitch. Mm-hmm. His energy jumps off the screen so much, and we'll talk about it in a little bit because the – well, let's talk about it now. Yeah, let's get right to it. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't that long of a match. We got Ethan Page hitting a big boot on Rohit, uh, and then that outside-in cutter, which is called the headshot, sounds like, mm-hmm. uh, for the win and – I just love seeing Rohit in the ring. Like everything he does is with his whole self. Like he's so committed. Yeah. He brings so much energy to the screen. Yes. It's yes. it's awesome. I hope he sticks around ROH because he's great. He deserves to be uh, with a consistent promotion, like on, on a contract or at least working consistent dates because he's just fantastic. And you can plug him into so many things. Like I never would have thought like, oh, Rohit Raju in the X division, but he made it work, right? Like Sure did such good stuff here and i just even in the promo like lexi and ethan have such a wonderful chemistry and then you got rohit coming into the picture and kind of keeping that going like Mm -hmm. all very playful here serviceable match this was doing what it needed to do to escalate ethan page along a little bit but uh i just i love seeing rohit get some some eyeballs and some reps i just i have so much love for the guy your thoughts on the segment and the match yeah, I think Rohit is so good, man. Like, I there's a lot of wrestlers that are like really good at some things. Really, this guy's like on both sides of the coin, whether it's offense, whether it's defense. Like you said, he's 100% in everything that he does, even in this little bit of time with Ethan Page. You can see how good he is, like the way that he spins, his timing, his footing, like. Everything that he does, he's just really good. If you know anything about Ethan Page and Rohit's history, it's also really cool because they're friends and stuff, and they go and eat hamburgers at Arby's together and stuff like that. Go and <laughs> hey, Faye, get wrestling, bro. wrestling figures together. I'm just exposing their business. Dan House is there sometimes. <laughs> Great. No, so this is really cool. Uh, in the promo, Ethan Page was giving him shit, saying like, oh, like here you get. Get all your little promo time you can right here because I'm going to destroy you when it gets to the match. Ethan Page just being kind of he looks so big, man. I think that's something that people don't know. When you see him against 
some some of these wrestlers like damn like Ethan Page is a big guy dude a big like dude. yeah he's uh he's I, I don't know why he hasn't had more so I'm happy to see that here in ROH he's finally getting to talk every time he's getting to show exactly who he is and then here against Rohit is great I want to see Rohit here much more sign him to a contract do something because he's great it's the Rohit Stan account thank you we love big Rohit time. here I, I noticed Ethan Page's size. I, I've been aware of it because he almost, you look at him and you're like, you're 6'1". And then you see him and you're like, no, you're like 6'3", no. 6'4", six, six, at least. Yeah. Like, he's a big dude. Noticed it in his world title match with with MJF. Like, there was a, a pretty, I think MJF's like probably 5'10", 5'11"-ish. Noticed the the size difference there. And I was like, oh, he's got like that extra kind of kick. And in AEW, it stands out a little bit more, I think. It does. But good stuff. Well, we get some more great women's action here. And we got some love for it in the chat. Thank you so much, Ooh, RH. Yeah, this was hot. In. This was great. This was, mm-hmm. I, I loved all of this. Uh, the chat saying, any match involving Allison K and Mercedes Martinez makes me happy. And what also makes me happy is Reg and Kate reviewing ROH. So happy mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We love doing it. Even when it's not our favorite show, it's our favorite show. So totally. Really fun stuff here. We get a couple of backstage promos leading into this. Very glad that Allison Kay feels important kind of off the bat. Like she's mm-hmm. she's being presented in such a way that... A contender. A Thank contender you. contender for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we get Lexi with Allison Kay. And Allison Kay says that she hated the fact she was on a losing streak, but is ready for Mercedes tonight. And then on the flip side of this, we get Lexi, of course the hardest working woman around here uh, <laughs> backstage with Mercedes and Diamante later in the episode saying that she's beaten Nelson K over and over in the past. And she's going to continue that trend tonight. Not Matt Taven trend, but yes, the trend of beating her. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was really, really fun. And by the way, Diamante is looking strong. Mm-hmm. I did not realize how Jack she Buffed. was, but my mm-hmm. goodness, she comes into play here at the finish, which I, I liked because it keeps Allison K protected a little bit. She hits Kay with the wheelbarrow cutter on the floor, which allows Mercedes Martinez to grab the win with the Fisherman's Buster. Love the the submission that she normally uses. This Fisherman's Buster looks great. She is an ass-kicking woman. Mm-hmm. And when she has a dance partner the size of Allison Kay in there, like someone who's strong, oh, it's so much fun. These two yeah. went at it. This was a blast of a match. I like that we had a couple, I never thought I'd say this, I like we had more substantive women's matches and a fewer less of them. Yes. Uh, because I don't need to see Trisha Dora lose to someone for no reason just to no. get more matches on the card, right? Like, mm-hmm. feels like we have two important arcs brewing right now. I love, love, love to see that. Uh, what did you think of this match and the couple of promos we got beforehand? I love that they have Faith and AK to give her promo time, to continue to give her promo time, because I think she's a pretty strong promo. Um, obviously, we see a lot of women's wrestlers on here, Kate, and they, or men's wrestlers, too, that don't get promo time, because uh, for whatever for reason, yeah. yes, for format. But knowing that her pedigree and what she has and that she can promo, them having faith in her and keep giving her promo time, I think is great. And this match, I don't know if this is – pc to say but this might have been big meaty women slapping meat in here <laughs> we were trying to figure out the female equivalent of that the other day <laughs> yeah i'm like what is it because i don't know what it is but whatever it is this match was it right here strong also ass women kicking ass is what yeah it was. strong ass I'll women kicking it. ass i like that <laughs> mercedes we might have to like we gotta like put two names in a hat and draw one out who could keep mercedes because this is gonna get a little bit crazy here very soon i think it's true because every time i hear it i'm like mercedes is there and then i'm like oh martinez okay okay. i know i I like keep freaking me out and i love mercedes martinez too (laughs) she's great (gasps) oh yeah yeah yeah. no she's amazing that's it it's like it's like it's never like oh that sucks it's always like oh okay that that works too but it's all right yeah the first thing i'm like mercedes monet hell yeah we're we're lit so i don't know we're gonna have to figure this thing out but yeah (laughs) Big meaty women slapping meat. They slapped the meat. This was great. Allison K is just brooding. She's on top. She's on fire. Uh, Diamante was great here in the second role. Mercedes Martinez is just a veteran that no matter what kind of fire you try to bring to her, she just has an answer for legit everything. There's It's rare in any matches that she's had in AEW where it feels like she's lost in there or like she's not going to win like it's rare that she's in peril but it's it's not like she's 
it's not bad though. It's like in a good way, like plays into her character of like, yes. no matter what, she's a badass, and you better do everything in your that you can to beat her. Yeah, she has a great deal of certainty behind her, and it, mm-hmm. it makes it because it you buy into it, so it doesn't feel like she's to lose. So when she does lose, you're like, oh damn! Exactly. Right. A couple more chats coming in for you guys as we're coming down the home stretch here. Stick around for the Impact post show as well. We got mm-hmm. Cresta and Joel coming on to bring you all of that good fun. I mean, Norma's saying happy wrestling and new AL East Division champions, the Baltimore Orioles. Only took 10 years. I'm doing the Daniel Garcia and Prince Nana until I drop. Look, if anybody's earned it, it's Orioles fans. My goodness. Uh, is Cal Ripken still playing? Cal Ripken Jr.? He is not still playing. He retired like oh. 20 years ago or so. Oh, um, okay. I was about to say, good for him. Uh, good for Cal Ripken Jr. <laughs> good for Cal Ripken Jr. I think he's, I think he works in like on the little. He's league. there. He's around. Yeah. He's, he's just there. always, he's still playing. He, mm-hmm. The streak is still going for all we know. Mm-hmm. Ronald Hollick saying, being Collision and Rampage are booked for three weeks in a row in November. Do you think ROH tapings will move to Dynamite? Oh, Collision and Rampage are booked together for the a lot of the California shows. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they're going to do there with that. Maybe this is the big new era that Tony Khan is talking about. It's literally just ROH just flipping to Dynamite great <laughs> new air press baby yeah that's a good question i don't know um i'll actually i'll ask sean about that because that's mm-hmm. something that he could probably find out pretty easily true well speaking of doing the prince nana dance we get him out here doing heel stuff all right i know the dance is super over but my god if he is stealing the sauce mm-hmm. out here we get the Iron Savages, Boulder and Bronson with Jack Jameson, who who adds a lot to this man. What a blast he's been to have around here. Defeating, uh, yeah, Gates of Agony out here. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. We get a promo yeah. earlier where Prince Nana says that we're keeping Gates of Agony back on track. So cutting to the finish, we've got Bronson going for a sip of that savage sauce, man, but Nana takes it away from him. Leona hits a pounce on Jameson on the floor. The gates hit Bronson with the open the gates. There's so much to say the word gates. <laughs> gates hit Bronson with the open the gates to score the win here. Um, I understand wanting to keep them strong. Yes. But I feel like the Iron Savages have been on the up and up here. So I don't know why you have them losing unless they're going to turn around and get another shot, which does not feel like the move. It kind of feels like we're setting up for the hung bucks versus the dark order in all likelihood, or to your point, maybe Dante Martin's on the way back, but like, I don't think we're turning around for a title shot. So I don't know why this got booked the way it did. It might've just mm-hmm. been a match to be a sake of the match, but it doesn't bug me when we have actual substantive things going on in the show for a change. But I was just like, Oh, all right. Um, Good for them for staying strong, but I was like, didn't they lose so that they could be on AEW programming now? This was yeah. a little confusing. But uh, your thoughts on this? Yeah, maybe they're just trying to tie those loose ends that they have going on there. Beyond that, I think the match was really good, though. Yeah. Uh, it was a big meaty man slapping meat tag match. Um, Iron Savages are. I thought that what I said earlier, the commentators playing a role in kind of further furthering along the stories played a role here as uh, Ian was kind of describing that the Iron Savages have been getting some wins, but they've also been having some losses. But anytime that they lose, they they look really good in the losses. So they're kind of telling the stories that they're contenders. If you kind of say it out loud, the people will believe it too. So I think that's what happens here. The Gates of Agony maybe I think could be moving into just being a tag team. That's more along the lines that they're talking about. So I'm kind of into that. But them as a trios and going back to that, I'm not really interested in it. No, I agree with you on that entirely. Um, we'll see what's to come. I feel like it feels like ROH is refunding its footing in like a more substantive way than it has. Yeah. So I have a little more patience for little things like this because they feel more like glitches in a program that makes sense versus what is happening, what division are any of these people even fighting in, et cetera. So. Right. So that brings us to the main event. Uh, thank you so much for the support tonight. We will be handing it off to our Impact crew right after this as they yep. gear up for Bound for Glory because it wouldn't be a week without an Impact special or pay-per-view around the corner. Uh, but this is 
Brian Cage defeating Metalik for some reason, which is fine. Uh, you get Metalik with a beautiful Hurricane Rana, but Cage dropping him with the drill claw for the win. Just keeping Brian Cage strong here feels very That's much it. like, well, these guys are in the back. Let's throw mm-hmm. them out back to back here. Um, love seeing Metalik continue to show up. He's he's one of my favorites in the Luchador area because I just feel like everything is so logically executed with him and done with such precision. Uh, I love, love, love seeing him in the ring. And he has such a good chemistry with people of different styles. Like mm-hmm. his man, I, I mean, I feel like wrestling Zack Sabre Jr. is a cheat code, but like seeing him do that versus seeing him with Brian Cage versus seeing him with other luchadors, like he can just adapt so versatilely with any ring style. And that's what I kind of got out of tonight. Like he knew how to make Brian Cage look great, but still feel competitive in this match, which I, I really liked. Um, I will say stronger episode still would be nice to have champions around like this is just weird to have this as a main event what are those but uh but headed in the right direction what did you think of what closed out the night here for us yeah i think along those lines of what i was talking about with the commentators it feels like maybe they're trying to set brian cage up for a singles thing because they talk pretty highly about him being pretty active he hasn't lost on honor club tv they said and that kind of led me to believe that he was going to win this match here which he did uh, Metalik walked Brian Cage's back into a cold red at one point, which was super dope. Um, he set a little, little commentator's rope. He set uh, Metalik up on the ropes, and he, uh, Caprice is like, you set him up on the ropes. He's he's a rope walker. Why would you do this? Just little things like that, I think, that are great. But uh, beyond it not really making a ton of sense, it's still Metalik and Brian Cage, and I thought that they had a really fun match. Brian Cage always works really well with these luchadors like this. Uh, code red spots like that happen uh like i said this finish was kind of like the jimmy jacobs and yeah, shane taylor one close. from earlier so uh i was like Damn. yeah <laughs> but still it's still a you know inverted pile driver that's disgusting looking so cool shit this was giving lucha underground uh i look yes. forward to some fresh matchups for brian cage maybe we can get him and willie mack finally We can give the people what they want, but we're going to give the people what they want, the impact people who have been waiting here patiently for us as we went a couple minutes over, but not too shabby. We've got the beautiful Cresta star, and also Joel is here. Wow. are you guys? Used to it. What can I say? (laughs) Reg, Reg, get the car. Saturday, January 13th. We're bringing it back. Battle in the Valley, New Japan. Oh, yeah, they just announced that. When did they just, announce that? Just announced it. Tickets on October 5th. Just what I need, Joel. More wrestling. <laughs> well, yeah, you <laughs> Your wrestle dreams are just more wrestling. Honestly, yeah, pretty much. That's, That's how it's excited. working out. That's awesome, though. I'm very excited about that. That's going to be dope. Yeah, it's going to be really fun stuff. Look at Cresta's cool shirt. Uh, yes, I have to do something. I'm in the Crest of Star family compound right now. I'm doing 10 days hard time. Hey. So I don't got a green screen, so I can wear green makeup for a change. I wear all my shirts that have the green and the different textures in it. That y'all can see Blanca and not digitized. It looks pretty cool. There you go. <laughs> there she goes. Cresta as seen on Grapsity, huh? Hey, great. Then, again, connection. thank you for uh, joining us. That was amazing. You're the best. Like, literally, that came together in like 30 minutes. I woke mm-hmm. up early because my grandma only goes to church on Saturdays. He said, I'm not going, it's raining. So somebody mm-hmm. had tagged me, was like, hey, Crest, you want to do Grab City? I was like, nah. Yep. But let me slide it to Phil and Reg's DMs right quick. <laughs> <laughs> One thing led to another, and we were there, and we did it. I love it. it. I love it. It was a lot of fun. It was long. I, I didn't realize I could talk about Grapsity. wrestling that long, but now mm-hmm. that I realize that, it was fun. It was a good time. It was like a cookout. <laughs> yeah, I do 1,000%. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Kate? I could talk about wrestling that long. Kate goes two and a half hours on her own. She's I like, love please. your shirt, Kate. Oh, it's thank you. It's, it's very old. much Where's Waldo. It is. Mm-hmm. I love it. it. <laughs> it's my backup Halloween costume if I ever need it. You know what I mean? Just go right. out and get some glasses and a beanie and I'm good to go. Or so. you could be good guy Freddy instead of getting people. You good know? guy Freddy. <laughs> there you go. Show up in their dreams instead of their nightmares. There you yeah, go. and give them a present mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. nightmares. I'm like here it. for it. I'm here for it. What was uh what was good on impact tonight? Anything good? Main event was so good, but that's again yes. I'm a show for women's wrestling, so yeah, it was in the main event. Giselle Sean Trinity had mm-hmm. a really, really Ooh, solid. We still, awesome. have, uh, 
We set up Bound for Glory. It's official. It's going to be Trinity and Mickey James for that knockout score. <gasps> wow. That, that card is set up be, be pretty crazy so far, huh? Kenta yes. has been announced. He's a Yeah, leader. that was. CM Punk wow. showing up in the impact zone. Stop. Yeah. Knock it off. Kenta's going to do the Pepsi plunge. It's going to be great. If they do that match in impact and not AEW, I will cry. Kenta's match is not against Mr. Punk. He's got another Kenta one. Kenta is going to lock in the Anaconda Vice on CM Punk and go over in the impact zone. That's what's I need going you down. to know that now in my mind, I'm seeing Kenta versus Chris Saban. And at the end, when Kenta won't let go, all you hear is. I can't afford that. Sorry. Oh, but if they do, I need you to know I'm coming up here. Like, what's his name? Who used to be on the Sports Center? The guy with the. I don't watch. I don't. He used to do me Skip Bayless. That guy. The other guy. Uh, Even a. No, the no. other guy. Shannon Sharp. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be me. I'm gonna act a whole mess on every Impact show. I think I'm. I'm gonna pull a Sean Ross app and come with a blunt in my mouth and be like, "Hey, yes. we good over here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I will have to quit the ROH post show because I'll be needing to watch CM Punk real time. That would be Honestly. too wild. Honestly, don't want to get bumped. Throw it on over to you guys and get out of your hair, especially because we were a couple minutes behind already. But looking forward to hearing about what's shaping up to be a strong bound for glory. Very yeah. good stuff. It's gonna be good. We're looking forward to it. Huh? Ring of Honor, good tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. I but, liked it. They're, yeah, it's, they're it's moving forward. The right direction. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, forward's good. Better mm-hmm. than what it was for a while. Aimless. Right. It was aimless. It feels right. like they have a plan now, which is refreshing. So we'll take right. it. That's good. We'll <laughs> take Start. it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, peace out. Rock and roll, guys. Have, have fun. Good night. Let's do it. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.